everyone welcome to the strip down to love podcast video where the essence of love comes from within i am your host jennifer thank you so much for being here with me and listening to the strip down to love podcast video in this very moment i appreciate it so much as always i want you to close your eyes and imagine the Imagine the softest white light coming down and embracing your body. Take a deep breath in and out. Take another deep breath in and out. It is gentle, it is kind. You can pause here and do this practice as many times as you need to and continue when you are ready. Now that you have done that, I want you to say, I am here to just be. I am relaxed and I am here to remember. I am ready to continue. I urge you to remember you are an investment. By investing and sharing with you, I invest in myself and we together give back to humanity. You deserve to remember and really enjoy life. So let's strip down to love. Today is strip down to love defining anger edition. The literal definition of anger is a strong annoyance or displeasure in a specific situation. And when it is really heightened, it can also be known as hostility. For some, anger may be a defense mechanism to keep people away. It may be a boundary line to not allow people to get close to them because maybe in the past they were hurt or maybe they're fearful of what others bring to the table, whether it be beneficial or non-beneficial. It is a mechanism to scare people off. Anger can also stem from lack of knowledge and feeling ill-equipped and can stem from feeling insecure where people will lash out at another in order to make them stop talking. It can also be used to hinder someone from digging into an area of a person's life that is off limits or that is empty. But there are kinder ways to express this insecurity rather than using anger. Anger for others may be triggered when someone is doing something that doesn't sit right with their fundamental morals. Anger may be created in order to get another person to be on their team, to create camaraderie. When a person is angry about a situation or event and they use anger paired with justice in order to create a platform that people can appeal to, that's how they create camaraderie. I do have to say one thing about creating camaraderie in this way. Camaraderie created with the fundamental pillars of anger paired with justice 
is a recipe for others to get hurt. Yes, this platform may feel right. Others may feel justified, empowered, strong. There is nothing wrong with feeling empowered and feeling strong, but it's the basis in which the empowerment is stemming from, of which define the outcomes. I describe the feeling of anger as a hot, boiling metal feeling or a weight tied around my heart. It is dragging me down. It is slowing me down. It is pulling me down. It'll leave scars. It'll leave impressions. There will probably be a really good story behind it. But the type of story anger will leave is one filled with unkind memories. And every time that story is told, that hot boiling metal is reignited. And the person telling the story is just adding to that energy. I also describe it as an annoyance, something that you have to get off your chest. And yes, we are allowed to work through the anger. We are allowed to discuss it. We are allowed to vent and work through it. But we also deserve to observe it, to analyze it, to watch it and ask it if it has a message for us. What is this? feeling, what is the situation teaching us? I choose the latter. How do you observe your annoyance or anger, you may be wondering. Simply put, when you feel that hot boiling metal feeling or whatever you equate to anger, ask yourself first, why am I angry? Wait a few seconds before you react in the normal manner. Take a deep breath in and out. In life, we all have choices. And with that said, if you have the time to spare, analyze it and ask yourself, if I react in a normal manner, whether it be lashing out or saying something with a specific tone or speaking words that later on you will regret, what are the possible outcomes that could happen now? What are the possible future outcomes that could occur? For example, if I take the time to either, one, not react to the situation, is there good that will come out of the situation? Ask yourself, how will I feel if I answer this annoying text, voicemail, email, DM, phone call with kindness minus the anger. Or you could take your time to answer. Taking your time to answer is best used when you thoughtfully construct an answer when putting yourself first in order to save you time, energy, and decrease the risk of creating an unpleasant situation. When taking your time to answer, because someone annoyed you and you want to punish them, 
because they have annoyed you, that is a different route and is still cycling the same energy, which is only going to create more of it. Then you run the risk of fighting. But I do want to express that I understand we are all human and sometimes there are situations that occur in which you can't help but have these upset feelings or angry feelings. We will discuss how to work through and maneuver through these feelings of anger and assist you in getting out or deviating from an angry mindset later on in the podcast. Moving on to how one person's anger affects another human being's energy. We are all made up of protons, neutrons, electrons, atoms. And these atoms, molecules, they all vibrate at a specific frequency depending on the type of element that they are attached to and what kind of element they are. The connections are connected by electrons and they all vibrate in one simultaneous motion. That's how they're able to stick together. So, because we are made up of atoms and they vibrate, this is how your vibration, your energy can change another person's energy. Your energy surrounds you above your head and below your feet and it, it goes into the earth, which I think is cool. So, we are also made up of 60% water. If you think about it, water is meant to flow, mold, adapt. Because we are made up of 60% water, we have the ability to go with the flow as well. And this analogy will, shoot, will soon be used to show you how your energy can change another person's energy very quickly. But unfortunately, in this scenario, it won't be in a higher vibrating manner. Anger is a very, very strong energy. Don't get me wrong. It can be used to move mountains, but the repercussions that anger has the ability to create can hurt people. Because of its strength, it can readily create motivation in people that thought they didn't have any motivation, create camaraderie like I had spoke about earlier. When you are angry, it's not only internal, like I had spoke about. It, your energy extends around you and encircles you. Words you can keep to yourself, but your energy not so much. When you harbor or carry around anger constantly, day in and day out, that's the vibration that you are putting out into the world 
that is the vibration you are sharing with the world. I want to express to you that other people can pick up on it readily. Your vibration can become their vibration. They are just merely going with the flow of energy they are picking up on. So to create a scenario of creating a group or creating a team, a team, one leader, a very angry leader who creates followers that go with that and flow with that angry energy. If and when this group moves forward with their mission, with carrying and harboring anger, innocent people may be in their path. Or whether it be one person walking past another in a gas station or a grocery store, and that other person usually isn't angry, and then all of a sudden, in an instance, they become angry. Or later on in the day, they become angry. The energy of anger isn't always, as you can see, pleasant. And it definitely has the ability to hurt innocent people. In chemistry, like atoms meld with like atoms. Very, very similar to the law of attraction. If you are looking to change your surroundings and the situations that you attract, maybe you have to work on the energy you are carrying, the energy you are sharing. How can those feelings of anger affect you? Well, anger can deter you from living your best life. Why are you angry? Is it because you are afraid of living your best life? Is it because you are afraid of new opportunities? Afraid of being hurt? And lastly, is it because you are afraid of growth? Anger is a parody motion and usually follows fear, pain, and or frustration. What is the reason? I know that being angry can dampen new opportunities or have you lose something that you've worked so very hard for. Or land you in a situation or event that you can't even believe how you got there. Anger gives me the feeling of a weight tied around my heart, like I had explained earlier. It is slowing me down. It feels like a burden and is definitely not the type of energy I want to share with the world. Anger can lead you down pathways further from love. Anger can put you on a pathway that is much more difficult for you to overcome later on. And it requires a lot of other energy to stay angry. 
I am here to say you don't have to continue to hinder yourself with this feeling or emotion, nor should people have to endure the anger that is going out into the world. Does anger feel like a burden or is it the only emotion you know? Have you ever asked yourself, are you currently looking to change your circumstances? Well, let's discuss ways to deviate from those feelings. When you happen upon a situation that stirs up that hot boiling feeling or that heavy feeling in your heart, I recommend one, sitting with it for a few seconds. Take a deep breath in and out. Try to do this before you react. Two, ask yourself, does this situation actually involve me or does it involve someone else? Am I really included in this? Three, could this communication message that makes me feel angry be delegated to someone else that is more equipped to maneuver it? Four, ask yourself, am I going to hurt someone if I get angry? Five, close your eyes and take a deep breath. Picture a place that gave you serenity. Go to that happy place in your mind and then when you're ready, answer the situation that caused you anger or, or annoyance. Six, is there something you get to look forward to soon? Think of it. Fill yourself up with the thought of enjoying that event before you react. Seven, think of three things you are grateful for. Eight, is it only here to be observed? Is this situation only here trying to teach me something? Even if you may not be feeling angry and just feeling tired and on a pathway to feeling angry, you can still do these um, skills, I guess you could call, in the interim. It takes you out of the situation for a split second so that you are not filling up with anger. I sometimes think about how excited I am to go home and work out soon. Well, even if it's a long day or a short day, I get excited nonetheless because I have something to look forward to. I have something to fill my cup and this gives me much better feelings. I am also aware of where I am and that difficult situations may be teaching me something that I was previously unaware of. It's an opportunity to learn and to improve and I am all up for that type of opportunity. I do want to say that the first step is acknowledging it, is being aware of it. For example, if you were to get angry, it's sometimes for some people, it is really just like a knee-jerk reaction. Anger. Then you say, okay, I'm angry. Okay. Anger, I'm acknowledging it. I'm acknowledging you. 
what am I going to do in this situation? So there are many, many, there are choices, so many choices and so many routes, pathways that you can take to get to the next step. And, and that's why I'm trying to express to you that it is very helpful if you acknowledge it because it is a part of you. And you don't have to stuff it away. You can learn skills to maneuver it. But like I said, the first step is acknowledging. All right, so now that we've discussed and defined what anger may look like, how it may feel to you, um, and how it may feel like a hot, boiling, metal type of feeling, a heavy weight on your heart, how anger can affect others, and how it has the ability to affect you from and blocking you from great new opportunities. Um, we also discussed ways to deviate from such feelings or pull yourself out of an angry mindset. Those skills I do encourage to, to practice so they can be one with you. Even if you practice once a week and then the next month you practice it twice a week or once a day and then the next day you're doing it two times a day. You don't have to rush into this. It, I want it to become so natural for you that it becomes part of you, like I had said, and to the point where you don't even know that you're doing it. And um, that's the amazing part. So before I close, I want to name one or, well, maybe two things that I am excited for, not excited for, what I am grateful for. I am grateful for people who have showed me kindness along my journey. I am so grateful I am able to share this information with you. I understand that that was a lot, a lot of information to take in all in this short amount of time. And I, I appreciate you being here. So now, that the Strip Down to Love podcast is coming to a close. I want you to take a deep breath in and out. Seal up all of that information that you learned here in the Strip Down to Love podcast video. I want you to remember you are valued and you are an investment. Your success is important to me. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Strip Down to Love podcast video. Until next time.